Hey guys, welcome to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Allen. Yes! You know, this podcast is dedicated to bringing honest, authentic conversations so that you can have a healthy, happy, healthy, juicy love life. Here's Crazy Juicy Love. Yes! Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast with your host, Jimmy Allen. I am your lover and relationship coach. So guys, please don't forget, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button. Your your love would be greatly appreciated. All right, so let's, let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about if you have trouble sustaining love. Like, this is a big one. So I'm going to give you three tips. So by the end of this podcast, you'll have a very clear idea that if you have trouble sustaining love and how can you push back and evolve yourself so you can start to create the love that you want. Yes, you have the ability to co-create one with the universe uh, and to really help you co-create a beautiful loving and juicy relationship all right so let's let's get into it so so how do you know um, or recognize the signs that someone or you yourself because yes it could be you yourself um, have trouble sustaining love and I really want to invite you to really not look at the other person but really look at for yourself because it's in the discovery of ourselves that we find how we are ourselves cannot hold and sustain love because whoever we're in a relationship with whether it's family members or friendships or in a romantic dating situation and if that person can't sustain love then it's a reflection of you. Life is always reflecting back to us what we still need to work on with ourselves. And also, I'm basically paraphrasing it from the book, um, uh, A Return to Love with Marianne Williamson, where she says that love is always shining the light on the things that you need to work on the most within yourself so that you can work on that within yourself so that you can make more room for love yes and we're all about making room for more love so learning how to recognize signs um, that you have trouble sustaining love so i'm going to quote from the book uh healing and commitment a journey for healing for gay men so you are a chronicle person who you chronically look for love in all the wrong places that ensure you will not get it does that sound familiar you feel small and insignificant and therefore you hold back and contract with yourself too afraid to ask for what you want or need from your ver- from the very beginning you rarely ask others for what you truly want and need to thrive in life, hoping that 
they will just figure it out. These are some of the signs that you have trouble sustaining love. Now, I, you know, a lot of the, the signs too, when you recognize someone who has trouble sustaining love, you know, uh, a lot of gay men and a lot of straight men too, there's two big signs. One, the really bitchiness, the real like overly, you know, avert person who's wearing this mask and never talk about anything real. They put everybody down and they're always alone at the end of the day. Um, and um, they're resigned to love. Oh, that's not for me. You know, yeah, uh, and they always want to put the other person's love down who want to sustain and create love. And they manipulate the idea that you want love because they're projecting on their inability to maintain love uh, with themselves. So they're uh, teaching you or enrolling you that love is not possible because they themselves cannot sustain or manage a loving relationship. And I'll even share, you know, something personal for my own life because I, you know, before I started, before I became a coach, I, I too did not recognize those signs because I was all in love, quote unquote, or basically infatuated with the person that I was dating because I, you know, dated some attractive men and I get all lost in the eyes and the look and accent and all this stuff. You know, that was basically a distraction from the red flags. Yes, there are red flags. And so I'm going to use my own life as an example of and someone who I dated and uh, for a very long time was in a relationship with this person that I totally missed those signs. I, I, yeah, I miss those signs. So, uh, one of the biggest things that I wasn't aware of, but I am aware of it now, that the consistent, the consistent joking, never can talk, take anything seriously, always have to make fun of something, and, and it's a slight dagger. And, and I see this all over, you know, the LGBT community and straight men. It's like, and a lot of men and a lot of uh, both gay and straight uh, uh, male relationships. Um, and that slight, full, that slight playfulness that's on the edge of it's a joke, but it's not a joke. And then when you call it out, you know, they tell you that you're too sensitive or you need to, you know, you need to learn how to laugh more or relax, you know, and they say things like that. And you have to question yourself, like, am I relaxed? Am I, can, I, can I take a joke? Like you're, you're always questioning yourself because they make you question yourself because they know that they themselves cannot maintain or cultivate a loving relationship. So that happened to me. And and I can tell you one of the biggest signs that I don't know what in the hell or why in the hell I just didn't listen. And so, you know, my best friend at the time, you know, came to spend the night at our house and, you know, the joking started and it was like kind of getting a little cruel and uncomfortable. And that's also a sign like you're uncomfortable with the joking 
and the sort of bitchiness and it's like uncomfortable or unease sense or tension in the room that's another that's a sign so i remember the next morning uh my best friend said you know i don't know how you're in this relationship but i love you and i support you and however i can never come over here or hang out with you two again and i was like ooh, like you know it wasn't like ooh, okay it was like just like it was like like a, like a sigh, like, aha, it was more like, oh, okay, you know, and, and it was like, I know everybody, he's not for everybody, you know, I totally understand, and I started justifying, you know, another sign, we started to adjust, we started to justify the behavior of the other person, or even our own behavior, we start to justify behavior, another sign, big red flag, and so then it happened again, uh, during lunch, same best friend with with another friend at the table, who he my guy at the time didn't know, and he kept pointing out something that she had no control of. She was, you know, from another country. She was trying to find a way to be in this country, and he just said to her, "You're lazy." And it was a shock. And I was shocked. And I was told silence at the dinner t- at the um, lunch table, and I was just like, "What?" is happening another side when you're confused of what is happening in the situation that that person does not know how to cultivate a loving environment it's all about them and their way in sign intent they're controlling so those are some of the major signs too um and where does this come from so you know I'll get to that um so I'll give an example of a client that I had, because um, he too um, had this inability to sustain love, and it came from his childhood. And so basically, a lot of, especially men, you know, who are gay, and we go through a mental trauma, because you know, coming out is a little traumatic in our lives, and some more than others, but. Uh, it's a traumatic experience, the mental blocks and things that we have to go through in order to get ourselves to have the courage to say what we need to say in order to be out of the closet. So, you know, my client, you know, he was, he, well, at the time he was like 43 um, at the time and he had never been in a serious relationship. The longest relationship he had been in was two weeks yes two weeks so that's another sign like you cannot maintain a hold of relationship more than a month or a couple of weeks or two months it always fall apart that's another sign that you cannot uh, maintain or sustain love and so you know when we started working together we pinpointed to the moment that you know he came from a very christian family and that he was afraid that if he you know, open up about his love life, that he would be rejected, that he would be uh, excluded, which in turn was a this a false belief because he had a really loving, supporting uh, family that loved him. His best friends, you know, actually wanted wanted him to be in love, but he never owned up or admitted that he wanted to be in a loving relationship. So when we started to pinpoint 
all how it was showing up that he was not sharing his love. He wasn't he wasn't sharing his idea or his wanting or longing to be in a relationship with his friends. His very friends that were very supportive with him. So I gave him an assignment. I told him to read his intention to his friends and just, you know, be with what they had to say. And lo and behold, they were so proud of him. You know, they started to really hold him accountable for what he said he wanted to create to make sure that he was aligned with the, that intention that he set. And within within two weeks after working together, he the, the man that he's now currently with for two, have been together for two years, he showed up <clears throat> and they moved to end together. And now they're in a happy, loving relationship. So. You know, one of the things you have to start doing is to really push back on the belief and actually distinguish the conversation that you're having with yourself and how that conversation really aligns your actions um, in life. So you have a belief and that belief is the truth to you. And then that belief is followed by actions. You create, you select people that are aligned with the actions. You do and say things that are aligned with the actions. So, you know, if you have, if you have a belief that, you know, so, his, you know, the belief of um, you can't hold and sustain love is the belief of I am unlovable. And whether you knew it or not, believe it or not, it's really broken down scientifically in psychology. Like book um, work has really broken us down and that um, it is all of your life. Like if you really look, if you really took an honest look and, and was honest with yourself, you can see and it's like and that's the also the other thing the willingness to look how it's showing up in your life you don't have the willingness to look nothing i say nothing nothing i say will penetrate you and so you know i encourage you to ask your friends pick a friend who you feel safe with and ask them a question how is my ability to maintain love to cultivate love in a cult in this relationship and how do i um how do i contribute to this relationship am i is, is it a real give and take and your job is to listen not like have a debate have an argument it is to get the feedback of how you show up and you have to preface each conversation with I want you to be brutally honest with me. The more brutal, the better. The more honest, the better. Because it's in that, not having someone who's not going to sugarcoat it to you, that will you have your transformation in your life. So, ask the question, how is my ability to maintain and cultivate love in a relationship? Uh, and create appropriate structures to make sure that you are cultivating your relationship. Like that's like telling your friends, like, please call me out if I do X, Y, and Z. Um, telling your family, like, this is what you're trying to create in your love life. Um, what can I do to improve my communication or my ability to be in this relationship with you? Like being vulnerable. Like one of the biggest issues of I am not lovable is that you're unwilling to be uh, vulnerable uh, in any relationship or even ask about the other person because you don't want to know. You don't want to deal with their with their stuff and your stuff. 
um, I really ask your friends to uh, support you that you really want something if this is something that you really want um, you know your friends are there for you that's what they're in your life that's why they love you and uh, you know this is um, this is the beginning and the start of you having a really great and juicy love life you know um, and I am here to support you as your loving relationship coach so if you need your support if you need help really distinguishing this for yourself like what is your core belief about love with yourself I am here I am giving away a t- free 20 minute conversation so if you listen to this podcast you know you email me at jimmy at jimmyallencoaching.com or even go to my website at jimmy uh, and you can get a free workshop if you go there and um, and sign up for the free um, workshop on the front page then You'll also have something free incentive to, to, to take home, a free incentive to take home with you, and listen to, and journal with, and help you create a, a dazzling, you know, profile. And you'll have a free, you know, discovery call with me, which you also get a free uh, tool to help you start you on your journey. So, uh, thank you for listening. Um, this is your uh, relationship coach, Jimmy Allen. Don't forget to rate, subscribe this podcast, Crazy Juice the Love. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Crazy Juicy Love podcast. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And if you really like this podcast, Please share it, Twitter, Instagram, or on your webpage. Thank you. Crazy Juicy Love.